Alright, uh, once again, I just want to go around and get a quick audio check from everyone else. We uh, go ahead and introduce ourselves. Hi, my name is Patrick from the Table of Tavern. And uh, this week we've got uh, some some of my friends that we're going to play a little D&D. And uh, <laughs> a game I call Nightfall. Uh, we uh, pretty much just play D&D week by week. That's just what we do. We're not professionals. We're... We're just guys that love playing D&D, and this is just a way for us to be able to go back and relive some of those adventures. I like using the uh, the tool of video replay, much like a coach in football goes back to help critique their team or themselves and what to do in certain situations. And through over time, it helped me become a better DM, um, and I wanted to share that chronicle with my players and so also it spilled over to you and uh, last week in the table of the tavern we played a little curse of straw but if uh, you guys remember two weeks ago um, we were playing nightfall can anyone tell me what transpired during that session Well, uh, we finally took care of the spiders. Yes. Um, after after all of this drama, um, we've dealt with the spiders finally. Um, and then we come home to we come back to town just as the circus arrives. Um, and chaos begins to ensue, including. Um, a giant fiery explosion several miles north of us. Yeah. Just at the same time as um, our pixie companion, who is not with us currently, opened a cage to a ti- uh, opened a tiger cage after being told repeatedly that it's a bad idea. Yes. Um, to correct, it was a lion cage, but yes, still a bad idea. And about that time, a quaking and a shaking and a quivering didn't go as some sort of event began to take place that sent a plume of black smoke into the air. Um, you guys discover, uh, in the morning it is actually a, uh, when, when you're able to ascertain what the where it actually was, it was a volcano that seemingly erupted. Um, and from the location of it, it seems to have come from the fort to the north. And of course, at that fort was a settled. Um, at least it seems to be that way. Over the evening, um, the circus has set up uh, their tent again, and you allowed it to be used by refugees of this volcano, as it were, that are displaced. Don't have a home right now. 
as others begin to travel and make their way there. Um, over the days that will transpire, you're going to see more and more people making their way. I can bet you that. But um, And it's going to be raining ash on top of us at the same time for days, weeks, or even months to come. Indeed. And it is just that mention, David, um, that in the morning, as the sun begins to rise, you begin to understand the complexity of this thing. As the sun rises, normally the orangish glow is a very brown-tinged. And as it rises in the sky, you notice it, it is very dark. As this cloud of ash begins to spread, ash and smoke spreads out from where the volcano had erupted not but a couple of miles from you guys. I kind of charted it from the map I, map I had. It's within about 10 miles of where you guys are. Um, is that the map that you posted on the page that shows the fire to the north? Indeed. Uh, that's not exactly okay. accurate, but it's a pretty good description of what you have to travel through in order to get there. And by my estimation, it's about 10 miles, give or take. Um, okay. That's not accurate as far as depiction of Red Clover Fields on there, by no means. Um, that is not accurate. Um, at any rate, uh, it, it's hard to span out a 10 mile map, if that makes any sense. So it, it's a, it's a big part, but there is a larger map there on, uh, incarnate as well. I can pull up the area and I even put the volcano on there too. But anyway, like I was saying, uh, it becomes a bit of a, a grayness over the uh, over the sky. It's a little bit gloomy this morning. It is busy though. Uh, and uh, once again, like I said, I, I wanted to go through and go ahead and introduce everyone. And from where I have here to the top of me, my first person is Cody, or otherwise known as Curdy. Curdy, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your character you'll be playing tonight. Uh, you're going to be making your first appearance in Tonightfall, which I'm excited about. I do. I'm also excited. Uh, tonight I'll actually be playing a Changeling bar Barbarian Rogue. Uh, it goes by the name of Chad Dudley. He has a little bit of a weird background. I tried to leave it a little vague as i said i wanted this one to actually like work with the story so that way i could uh blend in a little easier but uh I i'm interested to see where we're going he is a bar he's a barbarian rogue and he's a bounty hunter so he's on a quest to find someone but it, he's a little uh tight-lipped on the details very good very good. Thank you, Cody. And next to you is David. David, of course, you're playing Delmont. Yes. Uh, I am playing... <clears throat> uh, my name is David, and I am playing the resident uh, eccentric artificer uh, Delmont Summerlaw. And 
Uh, next up, we have Drake. I'm playing a. It's been a minute. Sorry. I'm playing a uh, wood elf ranger. Uh, her name is Alia. She's a. Uh, she's from a different continent, and she's decided to kind of travel the world and see things and go on a little adventure of discovery of herself. And uh, and being a ranger, she's she's kind of has an affinity for like animals, nature, and uh, the natural state of things. So, uh, um, she's not really on any, she's on a quest to help a friend, although the friend is missing right now, if I'm correct in assuming that. So, um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Okay. Uh, Next up we have Lucius. Hello, hello. Did I fix the reverb? Yes, you did. Yeah. Lucius. He is our resident warlock. A, a man who has a version of a ninja. He doesn't remember anything. He, uh, he has a... Um, a Jimmy Vessel as a Jimmy patron for his patron being a Jimmy. He keeps a little uh, library of other people's memories to kind of uh, help replace his own in a fashion. Because he's not chasing after his own memories. He's He left a note for himself telling him to uh, don't worry about his past. Just kind of make new memories instead. So he's uh, found himself with this band of adventurers and so far he likes hanging around. Next up we have uh, Mama Bear Gaia. Hello, I have a character named Gaia. She is a Kalistar Druid. Um, she 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 circle of the moon, so she let, she changes into animals majority of the time for combat combat purposes. Um, and basically her her goal in total is to make it possible for basically society to live with nature peacefully, without there being need to hurt harm one another or whatnot. Trying to make it to where they both can agree on even ground and coexist peacefully as best they can. Okay. Um, last but not least, uh, my brother. You're muted. Or another mother. Same dad, though. You're muted. Patrick's muted. Ha, ha, ha. I meant to do that. Uh, next up you were just testing us, right? Right, right. Thank you for having my back, guys. That was a test. Uh, now then, uh, Curse. Kythos. Yes, I am uh, Kythos, a tiefling monk that just basically trying to find his way. 
he was outcast but also you know kind of just trying to show that not all tieflings are bad Indeed. but well like uh, but if you hurt me I'm gonna hurt you back but even even harder so guys are at the water um, when Alia returns uh, finally um, after the evening Alia you've been making your way to the windmill up on the hill um, you've made pretty good friends with the farmer there after everything with your spider, you know, killing his cows and turning his windmill into a, uh, a nest. Well, in, in the time it took for you to kind of pay back the debt and go to working for him, as well as going and doing your adventuring in town, he's decided to allow you and your spider to hang out there in the window. Okay? That farmer. What? The farmer? The farmer. Okay. So you've been making your way back to the windmill from time to time. Uh, and that's the new home for your spider. What was the spider's name again? Do you remember? It was Spin, but we found out its real name, and it was something different. I can't remember what the other name was. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, we were we found out its name was Spin, but yeah. that was the original name. He said that that was the name that was that was given to him. You gave them another I mean, Daisy. You called him what? Ruby. 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 Yeah. So one day you're making your way back to the windmill in a very Charlotte's Web fashion you find the name Ruby written in one of her webs and you end up making your way back to the watermill after all that wondering if maybe your spider has actually decided on a name, a different name. This uh, um, this name you chose for. As your spider becomes closer and closer to you during the time that you spent with it, uh, in order to make you as your animal companion. And now the spider follows you like a dog. And as you approach the watermill, the spider is behind you. The town, though, well, they're not really sure what to make of it. And there are a few people that do see, although it's early morning. 
and they see the spider and they see you and they gawk and they awe. Uh, and what do you say? All right, what do you do as you approach the water? Um, I turn and wait for the spider to catch up so the townspeople can see that it's not actually stalking me. Okay. And I just kind of look at back at the people and just do a little one of those and usher the spider on and keep on going. You hear mutters from the crowd, he's trained them, trained them. Look, look. <laughs> and you hear someone else call out, I want one, I want one. As That's you make funny. your way over to the water mill. Um, <coughs> of course, you arrive uh, and make your way in. The party, of course, is quite tired from the evening um, of festivities at the circus. And, of course, with all the ruckus of the uh, volcano going off and erupting, and I'm, I'm certain that you guys all pitched in to uh, help. Um What would you guys like to do? Uh, well, um, considering the the hellscape that we're currently in, because the water is undrinkable, the fields are going to die. There's not going to be the, the the fish are inedible. Because the water is so is horribly polluted because of this volcano, and at any time, the ashes that are that are falling that are still falling from the sky could be hot enough to turn this entire town into a tinderbox. So I'm trying to figure out how to, um, well, at least fix the water. Is the water got like volcanic ash and stuff in it? Yes. Yeah. It's going because to, um, just ten miles up the road, the entire town. So on well, one. Yeah. So we have like thousands of tons of ash that are falling on us. Uh, David. Um. I think what you need here is a, a sample. A sample of the water to see how contaminated it is. And that it certainly well, is. There's water. I can just like go right outside and collect a water sample. Obviously, that's what you'll do. And you go out and you collect a bit of it and you take it back in and you... Uh, use some sort of a testing strip, one that you would use to check the alkaline levels in something, and and you realize that it is dangerously hot, uh, even already only after about 8 to 12 hours of exposure, it's already dangerously hot. Um, and so you go to work immediately, 
to try to figure out a way to filter the water. Um, why don't you go ahead and make me a tinker check? Um, that is a 15. Very good. You go to work uh, collecting your materials and um, you're confident that in time your diligence will pay off. Meanwhile, would anyone else, what would what would the rest of you like to be doing? I'm getting to a lot of sand, clay, and charcoal. Like, <laughs> tons and tons. Um, forgive me if this has already been answered with an ice on, I missed it. Um, what happened with everyone at the circus? Is the circus still going on and this is separate, or... Well, the circus is going to be delayed. That's a good question. Excellent question. As the tents for the circus are now being used for housing for people that are displaced from the um, volcano. So, right. uh, to answer your question, yes, there, there are still people there. And, of course, the circus is still there. They're just not going to be performing like an actual circus, but of course they're entertaining people and they're present in most of their uh, their tents for pardon me Pepsi um, their tents are being itemized as best as possible to be to allow people to have their own you know, domiciles, those that might need it, uh, mothers and um private areas for changing and whatnot. And so most of the circus has been combined down to only a few tents while the rest of them are being used for various people and their families. Um, to answer your question, would you like to try to lend uh, some assistance or is there another reason for the court? I'm just trying to follow the story. Right. And last I knew, we ended at um, part of the group going into the circus. Yeah, excellent question. So I, I got a... Am I with the party? Am I with everybody now? Yes, you made your way back to the water with... Okay, so I... I into. And don't, I have... can't remember his name. I gotta look it up. I got that... I got the, the squirrel, too. Um, so something about volcanoes and volcanic ash that the druid would know and the ranger would know um, it's a dilemma at the moment but the sulfur and the burnt off the the land will actually be actually healed oh, oh, absolutely. Time from what's going it's, on and the right, water will actually end up purified it's, it's detrimental to what's here now yeah but it, but ultimately, yeah. it'll be better once it gets cleaned up. Yeah, it's just a matter of, like, everything right now is, like, the the water table right now is just pure sulfuric acid. <laughs> and <laughs> the farmland... Gotcha. I just yeah, wanted just to the, add that. Yeah. Oh, no, because I'm, I'm well aware that, that the long-term effects are going to be beneficial. It's just the short-term effects are make this area inhospitable without a lot of work. Gotcha. So I guess one of the things we need to do is 
contain the fire if we can and then find a way to to get fresh drinking water or non-contaminated drinking water to the population of the town. Those would be the two priorities, probably. Well, I'm working on the water situation. While you guys are chit-chatting about that, Cody. I grab something from the kitchen. Get back. Cody, are you there, buddy? Curdy. We'll come back to Curdy. Um, Kythos, Gaia, anything you guys wanted to do? Hold on, Gaia is also busy at the moment. Kythos? Um. Well, last time I remember it, I was watching the, you know, trapeze artists and stuff, so I was going to go, I guess, uh, converse with them. Yeah, um, they've been um, making their way into different domiciles and, of course, doing what they can to help. You have been, uh, as you said, uh, intrigued by them, and... uh, last night may have assisted them with helping set up tents. You come well acquainted with a few of them. One is named uh, Richard. Uh, The other one, Bruce. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, And so you find yourself uh, hanging out with them. What what would you... uh, Anything else from there, Bruce? Is there anything specific you wanted to do? Nothing really specific, no. Uh, I mean, more or less, I was just going to kind of converse and talk to them about, you know, their training and all that stuff, how, how they learned how to do all the acrobatics. Um, they talk about how they... Uh, they actually grew up in the circus. Uh, been doing it all their life. Um, they ventured across the land um, with a large family. Uh, of course, the family gets smaller and smaller as years go on. Um, as people retire and people uh, sometimes lose interest. Um, finding there are better things in life than, than swinging through the air and feeling the rush of, uh, and excitement of, uh, of, of just narrowly escaping death, even though there's a net below. In the moment, you know, it, it's freedom. Right. Anyway, um, Lucius, anything you got going on, bud? Um, I'm not sure if time would allow, but if I had any downtime um, through things, I would like to work with uh, the town drunk on my um, 
disguising capabilities. This is this is downtime, my man. So I would probably have a training session with him going on. So if there's nothing else of import. That would take you to the to the end. Uh speaking of which, Cody, I'm glad you're back. Sorry about that. I had one to take everyone to the dogs real quick. She's three months old. No, you're perfectly fine. Life happens. D and D is second to family and life in general. Um <clears throat> As I said before, well, before we started, uh, Cody, uh, your profession has led you from from town to town as this before, and you found a way to to blend in, and you make your way to the inn looking for work. There you find a woman named Eliza. Uh, Eliza tells lots of stories, and as you come in, she's telling you nothing. She pauses in order to greet you, and as you tell her that you're looking for work, she tells you that there's a particular fire marshal that's been growing a bit of a a, uh, a fire department, as it were, and that there may be work ahead with the volcano up north. And if anyone needed help, it'd be them. He said, she says, before long, they always wander in here. If you stick around long enough, I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll see one. And she welcomes you to take a table. You, of course, decide to take one of the back. So you can observe her. Take a count of everyone in the in the uh, in the tavern. And this is and it is and you got this buddy. And it is at this time that you see um a well dressed, well manicured, long dark beard in man strut in the front door and starts making his way over to one of the tables where you see a man that is uh, half drunk singing to himself some sort of she shanty. Um, as he w- approaches, walks inside, Eliza lights up the innkeeper and motions for him to come over to the bar. Lucius, are you there? All right. I think they're dealing with I think they're dealing with uh, with, with, with baby carpet shark. Let's take a uh, five minute break and we'll what? come back. Okay. Um, and then we'll get into the deal. I'm going to step outside and have a cigarette. Don't worry. I'm going to take you with me. Oh, about what? Can you repeat what you said? A what shark? Carpet shark. A baby carpet shark. <laughs> carpet shark. I get it. I like that. 
Baby carpet shark. You gotta have to remember that. Just once they start crawling, they are a ter uh, they are a dangerous predator. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> hey, Curtis. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking about something. While you're over there hanging out with the trapeze artists, um, one of the other trapeze artists makes their way back while you're conversing with Bruce and Richard. Um, she calls herself Barbara. She walks in and she starts telling, talking about uh, how one of the animal trainers named Gunther had mentioned that one of the lions have escaped. Perhaps something with the uh, with the shaking from the earthquake slash volcano may have opened one of the cages, and one of the lions seems to have escaped. So, is warning everyone, keep on the lookout, but not to raise an alarm at the same time. Don't want anyone to panic. Gotcha. So, I guess I'm going to go help track down this lion. Okay. Help her. I go help her go alarm everyone and all that stuff. Hmm. Okay. Um. All right. So you you leave the uh, the tents and start looking around for this line. Where would you like to start? Probably where uh, the other animals would be kind of caged up. Oh, okay. Uh, well, you do make your way over to where the animals are caged up. Uh, you find a number of the the staff still around, uh, and they're looking at one of the empty cages uh, as you approach. They ask you uh, uh, your name, and they say, "Wait, you know." When you tell them, "Wait a second, aren't you one of those uh, one of those guys, you know, with the spiders and whatnot?" I tell them yes. We're, you know, I'm part of the party that was dealing with the spiders. Uh, what, what can we help you with? Well, I was seeing if uh, you'd seen the uh, lion that's been missing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say that so loud, they say. Oh. Don't say that so loud. Um, what, what do you know about the lion that's missing? Well, Barbara just let me know that that 
it had happened and to, you know, really not cause an alarm. So I figured I'd come over and try to help. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, good to know that you guys are on the case. Uh, yeah, it is true that, uh, we, we, uh, we suspect one of the lions may have, uh, gotten out when the eruption happened, uh, and all the calamity that that was. Um, but we're not really sure where it might have gotten off to. We haven't seen a sign of it since. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to continue uh, looking around. And if I see or come across it, I will do my best to try to let you guys know to help kind of contain it. And if you do the same, and, you know, if you find the line, try to do the same for me. All right, make me a uh, investigation check. <laughs> and that one with the three oh. or four. So, yeah, you're looking around, but it's hard to really make out anything. All the tracks seem to have been walked over by various people. And uh, the the cart, that uh, the cage that actually held the line, it seemed to have been moved from an original place. And it kind of makes it hard to really assess the area. You don't come up with it. Well, I never said I was a great detective, so I'm going to make my way back to the rest of the party, try to figure out what we can do, okay. where we can go from here. Is uh, Lucius back yet? No. Okay. We'll put that in our pocket for right now. Uh, you make your way back to the water mill. Uh you find Delmont working on some sort of project, and uh, Albert is uh, working with the spider, trying to teach it to roll over or something. And Gaia, of course, is smoking weed as usual. It's Alia, not Elric. Oh, right. That one. Unless you're going to let me play, Elric. No. There'll be no lightning, though. So, Kythos? Yeah. What? Curtis, uh, you make your way back to the water. You find the party. What would uh-huh. you like to do? Oh, well, I'm gonna go walk up with the guy and partake with her. She seems a little bit preoccupied uh, as she's not present at the moment. Um. But Alric and Delmon are. Alia. 
Alia and Delmonar. Okay, well, I'm going to see what Delmonar's doing. He seems to be tinkering out of some sort of project. Delmont? So, so probably, so you would probably find Delmont at their, their work desk. Jars of water all over the place. Jars, glasses, water everywhere. Um, bottles and just various other chemicals and powders and like charcoals and sands and and all sorts of other like things that uh, there and he and Dell is like experimenting and trying to find you know the right combinations to clean the water you know not just get the ash out of the water but also to clear out the acidic acidic and basic compounds and and, and, and everything so it's like there's jars over here that are pink and blue and like green, and this one is, you know, smoking for some reason. Um, and just Dell is just fixated on the problem. Uh, well, as you are working away, Kythos comes intrigued with what you're working on, and he seems eager to tell you something. Kythos? Well, I was just gonna let him know quietly that, well, not necessarily quietly, but to not bring a scare to anyone, that one of the lions from the circus had escaped. Uh, And it, it hasn't been anywhere to be found yet. I know that's not as big of an issue as the drinking water, but it's still something that we, you know, some of us maybe could take care of. Well, if I don't sort this out, uh, without sorting this out, the lion problem will end up getting sorted out because this is not in it, because this hasn't been solved yet. Um, So if you really want to save that, if you really want to save the lion, talk to the druid. Okay, uh, Cody, uh, I'm going to make an executive decision. Oh, he's back. Good. I was going to do something. Okay. He is? Uh, Matt, are you, uh, are you available? I should be. Okay. So as you uh, enter the inn and make your way over to talk to your uh, your new tutor, um, Alyssa calls you over and tells you about somebody came looking for work and that he rec- she recommended your friend Delmont as a uh, as a possible way of uh, making some ends meet, uh, working with the uh, um, fire department. Points him out in the back. Cody, what does he see? 
Uh, one second. Made three characters this week, so I need to make sure I'm describing the right one. Indeed. Currently looks like a middle-aged male. Blue eyes, medium build, about 4'8". White hair, rosy skin. About 145 pounds. Four foot eight, one eighty. He's he's small, but he's thick. Short round. No, to quote Rob Schneider, to quote Rob Schneider from Fifty First Dates, he's husky size. Is he? Are you like a tall dwarf or something? (laughs) No, that's just how he currently chooses to look. I like it. Okay. All right, so he can be whatever he wants. Yeah, this, uh, this is just the form that he prefers. So, so an albino Augustus Gloop is coming into my coming into my place. Pretty much. We'll we'll see. Uh, first, let's see what Lucius does. What's going on? Um, she points out this potential. Uh, recruit for your fire brigade. Um, I can, uh, before I give the tutor, um, I, I'll, I'll, did I, did she give me a name? No. She points them out, and then, uh, I ask if you got a name. So, Lucius saunters over to you and asks you if you got a name. Close enough, Cody. Uh, Chad. Chad Dudley. So, if you're looking for work with um, there's a Water mill, then you get to and you should probably do something. As long as it's work, I'm glad to do it. I'm wandering from place to place, just uh, trying to make a living right now. Uh, and I'll give them directions on how to get to the uh, appropriate. Okay, tells you down down the street. First uh, water mill on the left. I can't. I can't promise that they'll not hire you, but um, it's no harm in checking it out. Works for me. <clears throat> I'll uh, finish my ale and then I'll head that way. So, Cody, you making your way over to the water mill then, I'm assuming? Yes. And Lucius, you're making your way over to see your tutor? Correct. Uh, he he looks up and grimaces as you approach. Oh, you again. Wait. You gave me beer last time. I like you. What can I do for you? Um... 
We should be due for another training session. Training? You agreed to it. Me? Agreed to train you to do what? With a disguise kit. Say again? With a disguise kit. Oh. Oh, right. You. Oh, right. You You might want to do something about the beard. You know, there's only so much you can do, you know, with a beard. I'll think about it, but in the meantime... I mean, just think of it. Now you want to look like a princess. There's not too many bearded princesses now, either. Well, if you look at the circus, maybe. Aye, aye, that's true. Uh, maybe you can get some work over there, too. As uh, a bearded woman. Is that what you're into? No. What I'm currently into is learning how to use a disguise kit. <laughs> to look like a woman? Just to be able to use it to look like anything I want. <laughs> All right, well, buy me another round and we'll talk about it. Huh? We've already <laughs> said this and agreed about it. Agreed when? So you, Last go round time and, you go round and round with him for a while, and eventually he does help you with uh, with learning a little bit about disguise. And he. he teaches you the different techniques of uh, applying the makeup. It's very rough and you have to kind of edit your notes as you go along as like what did he say? Oh, okay. That's what he meant. And you're editing your notes. Your notes are a little bit scribbled and you may have to revise them. But you spend the afternoon over there doing that. Cody, you make your way back to the water mill. It's quiet uh, in the morning. Um, of course, the cloud of ash across the sky uh, makes it a bit darker than normal. Um, and you make your way over to the watermill and find it uh, find it quiet as well. This thing standing out front. Oh right. Oh my. Speaking of which, make me a perception. Me or Cody. Okay. That's a twenty-three. Twenty-three. So you do notice that there is a very large robot standing out standing guard outside the door. But to the left side of the water mill, you notice that there is what appears to be some sort of garden, and you notice that there is sprouts coming up. Um, you sent the aroma of something you smelt before. Uh, would you make me a, uh, make me a nature check? That's a four. <laughs> it it smells familiar, but you can't quite place it. Anyway, uh, you knock on the door and wait to see if someone will answer. So you guys from inside hear a knock come at the door of the water door. 
Uh, that would be Gaia. Oh. Out. A Alia. Kythos. And Del. Well, I know everybody's busy, so I'll, I'll answer to the door. Okay. So, uh, a, a woman answers the door, and you quickly recognize that she is of the elven persuasion. Tell me, uh, Alia, what, what exactly does, uh, Chad seek? Um... <laughs> I think if, she, if I remember correctly, she's wearing chainmail and a hooded cloak. But I can. Uh, there we go. Bless you. Actually, it's studded leather. She's wearing studded leather and a hooded cloak. She's, uh, can I help you? Ah, I was sent this way looking for work. Oh, who, uh, who, who sent you? Uh, I don't quite remember the, the name that she gave me. Uh, it was a gentleman coming to train with someone at the bar? You're gonna have to forgive me, I'm terrible with names. Okay. Um, uh, hey, um, I'm sorry, the girl at the bar? That was just funny. Just a twitch. Um, her name was... Uh, who are you here to see? And I was sent over here to see Delmont, I believe it was. Well, it's his house, so that makes it convenient. <clears throat> Um, I guess you can come on in. I'll let him know you're here. Uh, don't right. mind Ruby. She doesn't bite. So when you first come into the watermill, this entire ground floor is a cross between a black, a, a smithy and a steampunk workshop. Um, everything is automated in some way through either... Um, water power, steam power, um, belt-driven gears. It's just it, there's there's noise. There's a hammer that's pounding by itself off on one side. There's a lathe going. Um, there's just all sorts of tools that are just like running on their own. While you have this um, five foot seven ish. Um, individual who's who's sitting at a workbench covered in like like I was describing earlier just you know covered in like jars of 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 water of different colors and different chemicals and and all sorts of other things in front of them um muttering to themselves while while taking notes with with you know you know have like notepads on each, you know on either side of them like taking notes ambidextrously as they're, you know, working on uh, a on this particular project. Gotcha. I go ahead and uh, approach and uh, I say, "Excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, I was told that you might have a a job for me." Um, if you're looking to if if you're looking for janitorial work, 
Um, sure. Uh, what are you? Um, I mean, I didn't post any kind of um, listings. What are you? Uh, what kind of work are you looking for? Uh, right now, I just work as a freelance uh, adventurer, coming to town to town to solve problems if they need help. Um. Okay. Um. Okay, and they sent you to me. Um. What do you, do you know anything about chemistry? Um, metagame. What what type of check would that be? Al- uh, that's like. Do you know alchemy? Uh, no. So uh, Alia's standing there because she brought him over there. She's like, "Well, you know, like when you drink too much beer, you get drunk, right?" Yeah. Yeah, that's the alchemy he knows. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> what are you good at? Yeah. Yeah, Dell hasn't even like looked at you yet. It's like, okay, what are you good at? Uh, I'm good with people, and uh, I'm strong. Good with people, and you're strong. Okay. Um. Uh, um. How are you with a shovel? handle myself <laughs> okay um because do you have any weapons that are out that we see a sword or an axe or a bow or something i have a scimitar on one hip and a dagger on the other and like, i bet he's more proficient armor, with the sword am, than he is a shovel as far as armor I, i'm pretty much just just wearing shorts Wait, you're only wearing shorts, nothing else? Yeah. Shirt, so I'm just going to so so I'm just going to turn, you know, cuz like my thought my my train of thought has now been completely broken. My I have just been thrown off the groove, so it's just like pens down, just turn away, you know, I have even got to like my stool even swivels. So just spin around and look at Okay. Now that I'm not distracted anymore. Ten takes a look at Chad and just TikTok. Get me, uh, get an apron. Apron? I'm, I'm yelling. Yeah, just like TikTok. Get an apron. All right. So TikTok comes to life and makes his way over and uh, rummages through some stuff and. Returns over to you with an apron. So yeah, so so yeah, the, the the giant robot comes over and gives a leather apron to me, and I'm just gonna throw it uh, throw it in chat. It's like okay, um, first thing, wear some clothes because if it rains, your skin will come off your body. Gotcha. I don't know if you're obviously you're new around here, but uh, we're kind of in ground zero of a uh, ecological disaster. Noted. The reason I asked if you're good with a shovel is because we may end up having to have. Uh, if you're looking to join the fire brigade, uh, we are probably may end up having to shovel off people's roofs so houses don't collapse. 
right, so uh, Gaia, uh, you're upstairs doing what you normally do, and you can hear that there's talking going on. You hear a voice you've never heard before, and of course it gets your attention, and you make your way over and see Chad and Delmont and Alia all talking, and Kaito's kind of lingering in the background as he normally does, looking over what uh, project that uh, Delmont is working on. Um, but yeah, you see this gentleman, stocky individual, now donning a leather apron and apparently going to assist Delmont. Stop, man. Want to hit on the pipe? Uh, uh, Gaia, this is not the... This is really not the time for that. Um, Maybe. Ilya walks over and is like, you know I'm in there for that girl. I'm just trying to give him a warm welcome. The wood elf girls. Warm? Warm? Go outside. Uh... Funny. You hire someone new and they immediately get a buy. The druid and the ranger over there smoking fairy weed yeah. and uh, getting your new helmet high. I, I That's perfect. Declined until after. So. <laughs> and, uh, I, have, I have a question for you. This is really important. Can you make water? Yeah. Can I make water? Yes. I don't think so. Let me look. Well, we could produce liquid. Just give us a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You're being serious, though. You want us to make water out of nothing? The, uh... I, I don't know what your magical capabilities are. Oh. The rainwater is acidic, isn't it? Yes. I think we can purify water, though. Yeah, we, can, we might not be we able to wait. purify we it. Can't. Yeah, we probably can't well, make it, but we can probably purify it. We All can jokes. purify it by filtering it, and then once it's filtered and cleaned, then we can boil it and, pull, and level out the pH. The take problem is... Down by boiling it. The, the problem is we have to get that water to come... We, we have... The water will have to come out of the sky and land on us, and collect as an acidic, as an in its acidic form, as we collect it. Oh, might I weigh in on this? I know I'm new here, but uh, you guys keep looking down up. Umbrellas. Why not look There's down a a little far enough and find water? There's a lake. Well, right we there. have we have a well, but it's also connected to that lake. Yeah. So and, we barrel up some water, and I'm right, pretty sure the, the druid is, and I can purify wa- right. water. Well, what I'm getting at is, uh, while I'm working on a filtration system, if the two of you can create water in large enough, large enough quantities, I'm talking, um, you know, a hundred, ga- you know, like, you know, hundreds of gallons in a short period of time. You know, we can get a 
you know, we can get a a, uh, a water tower built to provide to give access and until I can get this filter until we can get this filter situation taken care of because we can't go more than three days without fresh water true so if you guys can create it that gives us a bit of a stopgap without you know before you know while I can work on the purifying aspect well, funny thing, I haven't picked any spells for my ranger class. So let me see what I can do with the water. You you don't have um, so druids don't have destroy create water in their spell list. That's weird. Well, I didn't choose it. Well, that's as a well, yeah, as a druid, you have access to your entire druid spell list, and you can sw- swap your spells out every day. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, much like Cleric, they're very utilitarian that way. Because I'm trying to keep these people from not dying. That's why they call you guys the heroes. So as you guys are talking and hanging out, going over the plan of what to do, another knock comes at the door. Okay, I I I will go answer it this time. Uh, when you answer, it is a uh, a man you recognize helped you uh, in the forest. And you helped him with a uh, particular firearm before getting it firing again. Judge. Judge. Judge, what can I do for you? Uh, it's good to see you, Delmon. <laughs> I'm glad to find you uh, well in these conditions. You look so uh, shoulder. I see you're busy with working already on something. Looks like a filtration system. If I yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to... Um... I mean, getting particulates out, that's one thing. I'm trying to, uh, now I'm just working on neutralizing the, uh, the sulfur compounds as quick as I can. You, uh, notice anything different about me, Delmon, he says, as he edges his chest forward, you see a star oh. put up on his, uh, on his Oh, board. congratulations. Yeah, they, uh, they finally made it official. Sure. Uh, okay, so uh, what can I do for you? Well, as the uh, as the sheriff, with you uh, being the fire marshal, I thought it was a, a good idea that we do work hand in hand in, in different things. And I know how well accompanied you are with travel, and of course with uh, combat. We've fought side by side with each other before, and in the protection of the town. Um, I think it's in the best interest that I lead the uh, the endeavors of the frontier and beyond to those better suited for. It. He looks at uh, Alia and Gaia 
and uh, the lot of you. And I'm, I'm of course, he points at the star on his chest, more needed here. But I know I can trust you. There is a concern about, of course, he raised, holds out his hand and ash falls and collects in his hand. Ah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I wondered, being the fire marshal, he says as he rumbles it, blows it, you might be able to uh, help a little. <clears throat> already, I'm already working on, th I'm already working on about a half a dozen things regarding this. Um, so a couple of things that I'm going to be working uh, a couple of things is um, clearing roofs. That's going to be a big thing. Um, reach uh, if, if anybody can, if we can get stone shingles. That will definitely be a help to. Uh, uh, you know, help mitigate some potential house fires. Um, you see, but, he's listening to you, but he's eager to say something. Um, but one of the big things that I'm worried about right now is just people panicking. See, that's kind of why I don't want, is people are concerned about these, this volcano and the fires course smoke in the ash and um, yeah. everything you do for the town is wonderful but I wonder if there was a special project that I could have you work on for me. Uh, I got my hands pretty full but uh, depending on what it is I'll see what I can do. Uh, of course I'll, I'll provide funding uh, for you in this endeavor. I have uh, I have that power now. You know? Um, yeah. At least your petition. It's all very bureaucratic, and I really don't like well, that. But um, okay. at any rate, a pump. You see, I feel that we're. I've been listening to some chatter here and there, and some people, you know, they think if, if only we could get the water, you know, to to help. And uh, I've heard about these these pumps and maybe maybe just maybe they think uh, I don't know, beating around the bush he is you're like, spit it out okay, so, see, a boat and you have a boat with a, the pump and then you, you pump the water and shoot it you know, kind of like he pulls out a scut but with water at the volcano, you know from the lake that Uh, that's like pissing on a forest fire. But if, but it could work. Yeah. To put out the fires in the surrounding area. You're talking be having to move hundreds of thousands of gallons in a very short time. And I could try to develop something 
but I can't guarantee how efficient that it'll be. I mean, I don't know how I don't know how how effective it'll be at moving water. Um, generally, with you know, from my research regarding volcanoes, it's clear the area, let nature run its course, and then come back. You know, come back when it's clear. But considering where we're at, I'm trying to mitigate the situation. You know, before we all die. Of course. Yes. Because going north is not an option. No. Um, I've actually asked some of the uh, lumberjacks that assisted us uh, with the uh, the spider endeavor um, to help to prevent the fires from spreading through the forest as uh, as we fear they may be. Uh, and if they continue to spread, it, of course, uh, causes fear amongst the people. Um, I'm going to send the problem. Sorry. Yeah, and the, pro- the problem with that is, you know, the, you know, we're 10, mi- 10 miles out and we're, we're, we, we have hot ash raining on us currently. I yes. mean, I'm surprised that we. I'm, I'm surprised that the air is even breathe is as breathable as it is. Indeed, I, I'm wondering if I'm wondering if maybe it's best to relocate, evacuate. That's so, a thought that I, uh, if I can't come up with the, if I can't come up with at least a water filtration, uh, a, a large scale water filtration in probably the next 48 hours, I would definitely recommend uh, an evacuation of the town. I agree. I think it's what's best. Uh, also, he needs it. There's been rumors, and I found that there's some fact to them. A lion appears to have escaped from the circus and the events of uh, so please be uh, we don't want to raise too much alarm but uh, I do have my boys um, what I can spare of course um, looking here and high and low uh, we've looked through the town it's it's nowhere here we, we think it's Probably, probably looking, looking for fresh water, right? Um, because if if this if 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 our situation doesn't get cleared up, that one is going to fix itself. Um, well, it's been good uh, talking with you, Delbot. I'm glad to know that you're working hard at, at helping. Um, I'll have to. Uh, to check back with you in a couple. You said forty-eight hours. Uh, I'll that, check back with you in two days if, if we can't come up with something because, by that time. Yeah, because at that point in time, I'm pretty sure that any water stores that we have currently around town, um, and as, as well as um, the te- the beer and yeah, our, our alcohol reserves are also going to be pretty low as well. Um, so. 
Indeed. And we have no fresh food available, so that's also an issue. Yeah, uh, all great problems uh, we're working towards trying to get fixed. Um, in the meantime, uh, is there anything I can do to help? Um, just do what you can to keep the people calm because I really, because as we know, people are big, dumb, panicky animals at the first sign of trouble. And uh, the last thing that we need is a riot in a small town. I couldn't agree more. Uh, yeah, don't want to hear that. Um, well, just so happens, fate be with us. They make me sheriff of a town, and now I don't know if there's going to be a town. Uh, well, uh, until that day, uh, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see you, Dalmont. He, he says as he, as he, you can see that he's troubled a bit as he, as he. Leaves. <sighs> See, so, yeah, as Judge leaves and closes the door, she's going to lean against the door. It's like, oh, f fuck. Okay. All right, everyone. Yep. Time to have a come to Delmont meeting. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're, you're here. So I guess the three people that are here are yeah. Alia, Gaia, and Chad. I'm there too. Oh, you're you're at the okay. You're at the the shop. You're at the workshop too. Okay. So uh, hold on, pa pause real quick, uh, Lucia. So about this time, you are finishing up with the uh, training with uh, your compadre, your drunken master. And make your way back <laughs> to the water. Uh, yeah, I was just in ask, time to I, see. I'm sorry. I apologize. What was that? I was just. I was going to ask if uh, I would have been back yet or not. Yeah, as you approach, you see Judge leaving. He said he tips his hat to you. Uh, hello, uh, Lucius. Good to see you again. We exchange hellos and. I'm assuming I make it inside in time for uh, to hear Delmont say, "Come to Delmont meeting." As he as he's walking by you and he, he greets you, he takes a, a second glance. He's like, "Is that is that eyeliner you're wearing?" Probably. <laughs> and then he shakes his head and leaves you, and you make your way in just as Delmont is saying, "All right, all right, everyone, get together, get together, Del come to Delmont." Meeting. And I hand that back to you guys. Okay. So. Things are not looking good around here. Um. You, I don't even, I, I don't know your name. I'm sorry. Um, I was kind of busy if you gave it to me. Talking to Chad. 
Chad. Chad Dudley. Chad. Chad Dudley. Okay. Um, well, I guess you're here. You're roped into this. Um, okay. So. All right. So I just had a meeting with, with Judge. And people are starting to panic. The volcano is not showing any sign of slowing down. Which means what we're seeing outside is just going to get worse. Um, I give us about 48 hours or so before our water supply is critically low. Um, which means that we will no longer be able to inhabit this area for for a few years. Until everything settles down and the the acidity and, and everything starts to starts to leach away. Um, so at this point, I am open for ideas. Do we continue to work on help in keeping this town going, or do we work on an, evac- an emergency evacuation? <laughs> I'm for evacuation. Where, Where are, are they going to go? Well, they can't go here. It's going to be uh, harder they- to sustain them than it would be to start over. They can take what they can and rebuild somewhere else. At least it's not going to be nothing. There should be some stuff that they can take with them. There are, there are bound to be craftsmen and craftwomen here. They take their trade with them. We can do both. Uh, we can try to wait a little bit to see if we find a solution. And if not, we can uh, relocate. I don't think we should evacuate unless it's the last resort. Well, like I said, we got about, I give us about 48 hours. And that's before we've drank every, that, that that's, you know, every, you know, the townsfolk have drunk every bottle of water, wine, mead, you know, everything down to the last drop. Say so we prepare them for the worst and have them prepare to evacuate in 48 hours. And then if we have it solved by them, then we can have it called off. Agree. Okay. So. Isn't there a way to make, like, natural water filter filters? That's what I'm working on. The problem is I can get the particulates out. The problem is the water is still acidic. We still want to prepare for the worst just in case. Not saying that you won't be able to, but where there's a percentage chance, you know there is a chance for failure. So we should prepare for the worst. And the sooner that we have them ready to evacuate just in case, the the easier it will be to move them have them move away and be out of the way so that way we can continue if we need. Uh, but yeah, is it possible that the two that that you can create water? 
in large quantities. I can only move it. Well, that doesn't help much. We tried to drill for another well that might be connected to a different spring. Well, the the well that we have is connected to the lake. And so one leading into the other and digging for a new well is going to take a lot of time. Dig for another well and put a system to filter the water so that way whatever comes through drill it from that well so it has to go through the filter. I'm sure that would be an easier process for you while we do the manual labor of pretty much digging a big ass hole. Very popular, aren't you? Yeah. So I'll go answer the door again. When you answer the door, you have seen this gentleman before. Uh, You saw him on the docks before. You may have seen him with Kythos before. He wears a very long straw, coned hat. He looks up. Uh, you see these fine uh, silken yeah, robes. Right. Uh, old, older face. He seems very foreign to these lands. He greets you with a grin. No, no, no. You okay? I am here to see Kythos. I am told he may be residing with him. Come on in. He's he's right here somewhere. Kythos, your old man is here. <laughs> ah, okay. I am gonna, I guess, head down where, from where I met and meet up with him. He, uh, he does a deep bow and then uh, walks inside. He takes off his sandal shoes as he does. <clears throat> and leaves them by the door uh, as he uh, brushes off his clothing and so forth and takes off his hat, revealing a bald head with a small tana, uh, top knot uh, tied on just on the top of his head. Uh, it's the only little patch of patch of hair on his, on his head is his top knot. Uh, that he seems to keep under his hat. He takes off his hat and, and he uh, looks at Gaitos. Um, it's good to see you. you. You look well. You've been been fighting uh, these creatures. He grabs your shoulder and thumbs your wound 
Ah, looks like that's healing well. Good, good. Um, you must be more careful. Don't be so hasty to jump into fight. Assess. Be cautious. Don't let your emotions drive you. It is through wisdom, wisdom, that we will persevere. And he pulls from his uh, his pouch a book. It's a very large book. Looks old, tattered, as though it's been read through many times. He holds it with care and presents it to you. Take time. Read. Sharpen mind. Sharpen mind. Spirit. Go. And he turns, puts back on his shoes, puts back on his hat, and leaves out the door. Before he disappears, he says, Remember, smart and he leaves I stand there with the book in my hand and like kind of like shocked like what the hell just happened like I haven't seen him forever and then he comes back and just drops off a book but okay I know that if he's trying to tell me something it, it He's trying to tell me something. So. I guess I'm going to take the book and go off and start studying, like checking it out, see what it's all about. All right. Good. All right. So you, uh, you, you disappear to some recessive corner of the establishment, uh, a quiet area, away from the smoke and away from the uh, sounds of the equipment. Um, to achieve this, you almost feel like you need to go on the roof, but but you don't want to do that. Just the action, and you find your way up into the rafters where. Willow likes to sometimes hang out. You notice Willow's not there. So, you'll find some quiet there. You bound and leap up into the rafters, crack open this book, and begin reading. Um, it's a big book. It's going to take a couple days. But it sounds like you guys are going to be here for a while, so it's a good time. Um, is there anything anyone would like to do? Um, well, I'm going to switch my train of thought from tinkering to alchemy. Okay. Um, since I have that proficiency as well, um... To see if I can use that as a, you know, so because the physical filtering is one thing. Now I need to work on the chemical aspect of the filtering as well. 
Okay. Um, go ahead and uh, give give me another new tinker check. Alchemy check. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, alchemy. Yeah. Twenty. Seems to be going well. Uh, you you do manage to uh, um, now you're trying to actually purify them, right? Right. I'm trying to you mechanically get. I'm trying to mechanically clear out as much of the particulates as I can and then chemically treat it to make it drinkable. So you use another test strip after mm-hmm. using your process and you're like, come on, buddy, come on. Now, several hours have transpired. You've been at it for like eight hours working on all these different projects. You pull up this strip and you're like, it's clear. Now I just have to scale this up from, you know, you know, just a few ounces to hundreds of gallons. <laughs> but you're you're on your way. So time to start sketching out the tower. Cause that's going to involve pumping out the contaminated lake water into a tower for filtration and cl- and cleansing and then creating a storage vessel for the populace. <sighs> I'm becoming utility. I'm a public utility now. You're a fucking public work. You've been that for quite some time, sir. You just realized yeah. it. <clears throat> Speaking of which, um, you've been getting uh, payments, um, but you haven't actually, I guess you haven't, you've been getting payments, you just haven't been getting payments, um, and a knock comes to Again? Ah. Okay. Now. Who is it now? Um, it's actually a young boy. <sighs> He's riding on what appears to be some kind of a dog. He tips on a his what? head. A dog. Uh, uh, on the back of a dog. A young boy riding on the back of a dog. Oh, I thought you said writing on the back of a dog. Right. He does pull out a uh, a letter. He says, uh, this is for Alia, and this is for uh, this is for you. And you a little uh, scroll. Are we talking like, are we talking a, a, an actual boy or like a halfling or a gnome on a riding dog? Looks to be a little boy. And he hands you a small pouch. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'm going to tip him like five silver. Ah, he, 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 he brightens up. Thank you. Clutches his hand and puts it away. And he 
darts off on his little horse, or his little uh, dog. I'm just going to close the door. Alia, mail. Pass the, the letter off to, to her while I open the pouch for me. Okay. I open um, whatever the scroll or letter, whatever it is, I open it. So, first, uh, Delmont, the scroll is actually a receipt, and the pouch of gold is your um, payment for this month as fire chief. In the in the uh, scroll, it dictates how you're expected to pay all of your so on and so forth, and then of course uh, count your balances and and this that and the other. Report back to them. It's all bureaucratic, of course. And you're like, oh, this is some more stuff to have to do, and you disappear with that. But there is a uh, there's uh, what looks like a hundred gold in that pouch. Not shabby. Um, of course, that's not just for you. That's for yeah. You'll you'll figure that one out on your own. Um, you don't even know what you're paying people, so you'll figure it out. Alia. Yeah. You're from somewhere, somewhere far away. Yep. Um, and you see that you have a letter, and. The uh, emblem on it is one that you recognize. Is it's it actually like from your family. Oh, uh, so it's from home. Okay. Um, you wish to open that? Go ahead and read it. Yeah, it, it. It's not a whole lot. It just uh, basically you, your uncle, right, Albert. The one I keep on calling you, or was that dad? That's dad. Your dad has been wondering where you've been off to. Has heard through tell that you've made your way to a town called Red Cloak Fields. He says, don't worry how I know that, but wants to know that you're safe. And uh, hopes to hear back from you soon. So, uh, there's a mail service that takes mail from another continent and brings it to this continent and finds its way to this town. Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) What just happened? Okay. He said, don't "Don't worry about how I found out. Okay. Oh. The look on David's face is priceless. <laughs> um, Sorry, I was looking at something else. Just we were... make sure you tip him. He's gone already. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, this is a incarnation from our four weeks, 20 papers. That's $2 plus tip. Better make sure you tip the boy. I don't have a dime on me. (laughs) Dinez will die. (laughs) 
Anyway. Worth two dollars. I did not sign. I did not sign that infernal agreement. <laughs> just, just don't. Just he, don't he delivered to your door. Don't piss off the paper. Somewhat, which, which means, which, which means somebody else did. But still, I, <laughs> at some point, somebody. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so. Cucumber. I ask again: Is there anything anyone would like to do, or shall I send someone else to you? And come knocking on the door again. It, um, the, the, the tiger situation. I'm not gonna lie, my character. Lion. Or the was lion. Was it a lion or a tiger? It's a lion. 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 Oh my. I, I am kind of interested in the, the lion situation. That's why I was like, uh, I do, it, well, he's paperwork and whatnot. Can I, uh, go and pursue a little bit of that? Of course. I'll go, I'll go do that too. Is, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a little bit of fun. Is it Kythos that had that original setup? Uh, yeah, Kythos yeah. is busy reading. If well, y'all are bringing other, if y'all are gonna bring other critters into my house, you better, better make sure that I know about it in advance, and you have a place to store wild animal. I think he said you're not talking about that. Worst that could happen. No, it's all about perspective. I mean, but I think he just said that you guys can have a lion. No. <laughs> I know how I'm not objecting. It's, it's, I know say we how Drake <laughs> I know how Drake and he collects animals like in Pokemon. Yeah, he does. I have a squirrel. Because the last time I missed a session, there was a spider in my front room. <laughs> hey, you've never compl- You've never seen my squirrel. Sp- I've had I don't the squirrel know the whole. I've had the squirrel the whole time. I haven't. That was my original squirrel. animal companion. I and I summoned about- a. And I summoned a familiar that I still haven't gotten yet. <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> but yeah, I have hey, a, a, a friendly lion to wrestle with. But yeah. I've been sizing up the robot the whole time. I think we'll leave Ruby here something. to keep you company, and we'll go find this lion and bring it back. Well, he's the, the, also obsessed with 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 the how strength and tough toughy he is. Cause he is a barbarian. I'm yeah. Outside. David, you were trying to say something, Will? What could go wrong? <laughs> well, the same reason why there's about a half a dozen cows. I paid him. I paid him. He lets me use his Ruby lives in the windmill at the farmhouse now. So, hold on. Technically, if he paid the man, that was his livestock, and he didn't lose anything. So, I'm not seeing a problem here. See, the reason I don't like this, but the spider in my house, I, I, I wanted the spider out, is because I have a lot of flammable items in my shop. And spider webbing is incredibly, incredibly flammable. Again, yeah. what could possibly go wrong? Hey, did I mention uh, 
I forgot to tell you, uh, Delmont, when I was coming up to, up here from the windmill and uh, Ruby was following me, a bunch of the town will kind of notice Ruby. And I just kind of like waved her by and they're like, wow, look at him. He's got this, this trained spider. And they're all, you want one. And you know how you know how many eggs are back there? So uh, as soon as they hatch, you might not you might not realize this, but I'm going to have a little like they're very lucrative business training pet spiders and handing them townsfolk. Oh, that's terrifying. Do you understand? <laughs> I the want one. Uh, uh, the uh, the responsibility and discipline it will take to 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 keep them that the average person doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> that's they their problem we'll have them a waiver right they'll all become Here's... little little ranger apprentices and they'll all have a spider animal companion running around with them <laughs> here little bithy here, little you know, ranger little army bithy, have, have a baby spider <laughs> then two years later where's grandma <laughs> who knows he's riding hey, her own spider a, downtown all of her control. We have no more think chickens. About this. Dog- they could all be the entire town on mounted spiders. Nobody would ever and no 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 like brigands or would be thugs are gonna ever <laughs> loot this town. <laughs> That's certain. Anyways. I believe there's a, a, a lion that I'm going to find out. I'm going with the uh, the tall guy. The and short gonna, guy. No. I'm uh, the short, tall guy. And we're going to go uh, <laughs> see if we can track down the lion. Anyone else want to go with uh, Lucius, Gaia? Uh... Doma, do you need help trying to figure anything out? Uh, I don't have a whole lot to bring to the table, but... Hey, uh, Delma, don't really freak out. The the eggs aren't fertilized, so they're not going to hatch anytime soon. We need one more. We need a male spider. Noted. Ah. <laughs> uh. All are gonna give me an ulcer. You'll be fine. You'll figure out a medicine for it. He's on one side of you, and I'm on the other. Is, is he? Is David's in the middle, and me and Cody on either side of David on everybody's screen? Because it's mine too. I'm David's living it. For me, and you're down here. It's David's like right here, and then you're right over on the other side of him, right here. So it's perfect. <laughs> And then Matt Check is right. Matt's right under it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like this is Cody, this is me, and, and this is David. <laughs> oh yeah, on the Twitch stream. Yeah. Uh, on the Twitch stream. Uh, Chris is on my right? Or well on mm-hmm. stage left. Or, no, he's on no. my. I'm on your. Yeah, left, you're my, my stage. Right. Yeah, if you're looking at Twitch, Chris is stage right. Cody is stage left. Yeah, and you're right in between them. Yes. 
I, I had to take off my glasses because I started tearing up at some point in that. <laughs> okay, well. So if Delmont doesn't need me for anything, I might go. <laughs> Want to go watch me wrestle a lion? <laughs> yes. I need to go find a quiet cry. <laughs> I'm going to wrestle it into submission so we can give it belly rubs. That's the plan. Um, if it helps, I do have control flames, by the way. So if we wanted to go north, we could try to start pulling some of the fire. If you're going to wrestle this lion, I'm going to take measurements of your hand. We don't have to wrestle the lion. I can talk to him. So can I. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to wrestle the lion. <laughs> it was just about that, but I still the lion. It is strong. I'm not telling what that poor lion's been through being part of that circus. We could let him wrestle the lion until it looks like it chomped, and then we'll talk to the lion and we save him from getting chomped. Back. You can talk to it. Yeah. He just wants to wrestle the lion for the sake of wrestling the lion. I wrestled a lion. Be like Hercules. Just can't. Just can't. Oh, at this point, he sheds about a uh, about thirty pounds. You guys do notice that. I'm. A, I'm gonna have to admit, at some point, if if Chad doesn't wrestle a lion, I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> but uh, by tickets. it sounds like Gaia is going with uh, Alia and uh, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the which, lion no harm. I just want to wrestle it. Which guarantees yeah, the lion cool. is going to make it back to the water mill. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think it would be kind of cool to have, you know, a lion to play around with and wrestle. That'd be kind of cool. And that means that uh, uh, Gaia is going to be making her way out among the circus folk. Lucius? Yeah, we'll be lions of the circus, or we'll just liberate all the lions from the circus and we'll have more than one then. You had a concern of that in the last session. Guy and the circus spoke. David's like, what? Why? Why? On their quest to wrestle a lion. Or watch Chad wrestle a lion. And we got um, we, like we, go, we, go to the, we go to the last place the lion was seen, and I guess I'm going to look to see if I can find any tracks, and then we're going to head off in the direction that you follow the tracks. Um, if Delmont would like me to stay to assist with anything, uh, if, you, if you want to go with them, go with them, because... Uh, I'm just now planning large-scale implementation of my of my work. You've got Kythos there, just and I get to try to devise this pump system that you know a a, a model of this pump system that Judge was talking about. And if I'm not needed here, I don't see anything else uh, for me to do except for uh, to go with. All right, so that means Lucius, Gaia, Alia, and Chet. Um, 
you guys all end up leaving the watermelon behind as Kythos and uh, Delmont get into their with the pump, the filter, and the book. Um, you start making your way over to where the uh, lion was last seen, you said. And that leads you over to where the animals are kept. Stay over there. You're looking for anything that may be lion related and you see people coming across the bridge that have come across the bridge with a wagon and stop there talking about some sort of uh, encounter with a beast across the river on the way to Red River Field. Would you like to uh, see what's going on with that? Yes. Okay. Um, so you listen in, and they talk about some sort of some sort of creature. One of them says, and the other says, "No, it had a human face. It wasn't. It wasn't a beast." The other says, "No, it was a lion. I assure you, it was a lion." Another one says, "Lions don't have wings." And they're all they're all arguing about what it is that they saw. When you examine the wagon, and you see it has some claw marks on. It. Would you like to take a closer look? Sure, I would like to investigate. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me an investigation. Just him, all of us. Whoever wants to take a closer look. My yeah, let me know what's Can somebody run roll for me? Yeah, I get him. Never mind. I get it. Who's who's investigating? Uh, Chad. I am. And, and what? I got an eleven. Okay. And Gaia. I didn't see anything. What did? Oh. Investigation. Alien, were you looking as well? Oh, I rolled a nat twenty plus three is a twenty-three. Would what did the Rangers see? And what about you, Lucius? <laughs> okay. Uh why don't you go ahead and roll me a persuasion. I don't know. Uh yeah. Because they took away gather information. So I want to... What, what would you guys say a gather information would be? I would like um, to count that as an um, investigation. There's it could be insight. For, um, give me just a second here. There, I like that. Insight. Insight would probably be... Yeah. Because um, I think there's actually um, uh, my my vote's inside. My second and third that vote. Yes, and move to go ahead and make some inside steps. What are we doing this yeah. for? 
Oh, I'm, uh, while you guys are investigating the claw marks in the wagon, that's not really something I, I'm good at, so I decided to talk with the individuals themselves. Right. And so, well, yeah, why don't you go ahead and roll me an insight for now? That sounds, that, that sounds good. Well, uh, that would be a total of a Roll me an insight. Okay, so 19. we're going to start with the eight. What's that? 19. Says, 19. 19. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the correction. So, starting with Alia. Alia, you, uh, you're looking. Uh, well, all of you are looking. Uh, Amanda or Gaia, you, you see the scratch marks, and you're like, uh-huh, looks like a lion to me. Uh, and you're looking around, the, looking around for anything else in particular, and you don't notice anything. Um, about the same with you, Cody. You definitely see the claw marks, and you, you put your hands on. And you're like, "Yeah, that that seems like like a lion could have done that." Alric, you notice something peculiar. There's something. Alia. Sorry, Alia. You notice I've called. Sorry, guys, everyone that may be watching this video. I've called this guy Alric for like four years of my life. So sorry. <laughs> um. So you notice that there's a something wedged in one of the claw marks. And you take a closer look and it looks like it's part of a claw. And you actually pry it out. And taking a closer look, although it looks like a claw, uh, it's completely made of iron. Thank you for listening. This episode, like all others, are recorded live on Twitch. Uh, please join us there at the table in the tavern, all one word. You can find the rest of this episode if you just continue the Olympic Road. Thank you for listening.